0: Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.
1: The Go Radio football show with Global Eco Energy. For great customer service and a free home survey, call 0800 233 5788.
2: Let's go! A great weekend for Glasgow. Glasgow 8, Edinburgh 1, Rangers winning 4-0 in Philippe Clement's first game on Saturday. 24 hours later, Celtic 4-1. At Tynecastle. Castle Mark Guidi is here 0808 08, 17 17 700 And Barry Ferguson 0808 08, 17 17 700 You've both got the same number to call Barry, good day for Glasgow Okay, not for Partick Thistle But it kicked off on Saturday The Philippe Clement era Was it a good start to the chapter?
3: Yeah, it was a good start. It's exactly what he would have wanted. Um, not conceding any goals, scoring four. Um, so, yep, there, there was a lot of good things to take out of it. And also not so good things where you obviously hear him and he's, he's presser, um, what he says. Um, so, yep, the most important thing is they got off to a, a real good start under the new manager. Um, there was a lot of energy about the team. They were really positive. They were on the front foot. So, hopefully going forward this
2: is the way that Rangers are going to approach games Celtic heading to Tyne Castle. much was made Mark about the fact they only had 576 fans there interesting later in the game there's not that many Hearts fans left Celtic dominance
4: Yeah, Celtic thoroughly deserved the, the three points Paul it was a really good performance from Brendan Rogers and his players um, but it's a poor Hearts team really poor Hearts team really poor Hibs uh, team uh, but you can't take it away from, from Celtic and Rangers job done Good victories um, for them, some good performances for Celtic, but if you're a a Hearts fan, particularly a Hearts fan now, because Nick Montgomery's only been in four or five weeks, Hearts are no further forward than what they were seven or eight months ago. Paul, they're a a poor imitation of what they should be. I mean, Not so long ago, Barry and I would say Hearts were, by a distance, the third team in this country. By a distance, we were saying that just 19, 11 months ago. Look at them now, absolutely shocked.
2: Huge week coming up though for Celtic, first of all. Atletico Madrid on Wednesday. Then Sparta Prague, Rangers on Thursday. Barry, this is a massive game for Brendan Rodgers and Celtic, isn't it? No points so far, although they haven't played badly. Especially the second game of that, so they played well. It's going to be some night. Yeah, these are the games as a footballer you want to play in. Um, you've just mentioned
3: that the, the manager that they've got, um, Simone. Some of the players that they've got are, are um, top drawer. So, yeah, it's going to be a a tough one for Celtic, but watching them against Hearts, I know I agree with Mark, Hearts um, were were really poor, but some of the the passages they play that Celtic produced were were really impressive. Um, So, I'm sure they'll take a lot of confidence out of that, but it's going to be a big ass. But listen, home, 60,000 fans, it's a Champions League. They've got to take um, a lot of confidence into that game. It will be a
2: tough night, but these are the games as a footballer that you, you're desperate to play in. And Griezmann, we mentioned him, they've got so many superstars, but he scored a hat-trick at the weekend, Mark. Yeah. So they're on
4: fire as well. Marata, yeah, um, as well, yeah. yeah. They're, you know, they're, they're, they've got really top players uh, and they can hurt you uh, when they want to. They can go and hurt you. But at some point, if you want to do well in Europe, particularly in the Champions League, which is the top tier, you need to produce uh, something special. You need to get a, an extraordinary result and maybe this would be the one uh, for Celtic to go and do it. I mean, it's, it's They're playing against the best team in the section um, but with 60,000 Celtic fans never rule it out. With Brendan Rodgers yeah, some can say he's, his record in Europe isn't great. That's not up for debate. The evidence is there. It, sh- it should be better but he's a top coach. He's a top manager and he can get something out of this team. You can see an improvement even in somebody like Palmer in two or three yeah. games really mm-hmm. hitting form again um, yeah, yeah so uh, I wouldn't rule Celtic out okay. at home I think Celtic are overdue a big result mm-hmm. and I know you need to work and you need to be top drawer to, to get it but something tells me that, that Celtic are going to pull something out the bag uh, in, in this section that maybe
2: may well just be Wednesday night Celtic fans what are you thinking ahead of the game on Wednesday and what did you think about the demolition yesterday of Hearts See, Celtic they, they need every single player to be a 9 out of 10 I, I believe. You reckon?
3: Yeah, yeah. They, they, they do. Listen, and, and if you watch the game yesterday against Hearts, there was six or seven of them that were that, but it'll take a, a a massive effort and the every single player in the, the Celtic team will need to be bang on it. And if they are, you you, you never know what can happen. What about Matt
2: O'Reilly? How good that's was he? That's a
3: ridiculous finish. Ridiculous. The, the technique in that, um, yeah, that's one of the goals that you could replay about a thousand times and never get sick of it. Listen, it's a great ball for for Palmer, but yeah. for that to come over your shoulder and when they, when they actually slow it down, he's caught a absolute bang on. Um so yeah, it was a, an unbelievable finish and it's one of the hardest um techniques in, in the game. I think if you ask any any footballer that's played at a, a right good level um to score a goal like that shows you that he's he's fully confident. confidence and you, know, you can tell him in his play um, he's always been a, a good player but I think he's, his games went up a, a notch or two if i honest with you he's, um, he's getting assists and he's scoring goals um, which in the long run or the short term should I say might be uh, tough for Celtic because if he's, if he's going to continue that sort of form there is going to be clubs that are going to be keeping a, an eye on him but what a finish
2: it was 08 08 17 17 700 we're going to go on the lines and um, what about Raskin's goal as well for Rangers we'll talk about yeah. that in a few minutes Need
3: more of that from him Okay, he's
2: capable of that yeah. uh, good performance but I want to see that more yeah. weeks from him ok at the media conferences one of the questions I think was at the beginning Um he, I think the reporter said that oh, was impressive today wasn't
5: impressed it impressed a, is a big word I'm happy I'm happy about the result I'm happy that the seeds that we planted this week, uh, in the two days or the days before with the guys who were here, that the team uh, is trying to do them as good as possible. I still saw a lot of details we can we can make better, but I've seen a team uh, really, really stayed well in the structure, made the runs also without ball, also the tempo that, that we played, and the most important thing for me was the reaction after losing ball or after missing a chance, our reactions were good and that's a crucial part in, uh, in modern football. You liked that?
3: Really liked it. Yeah, that tells me he's not getting carried away. It's only, only one game. There was a, a lot of positives, no doubt about it. The tempo, they were really positive. And he, Watching the game, Paul, on Saturday, um, that's one of the things that I noticed. If, if they missed a chance or somebody misplaced a pass, it was the reaction they showed never felt sorry for their cell they, they, they wanted to go and get the ball back as quickly as possible and I think that if you look at Rangers over the, the last couple of months that's something that jumped out at me but obviously these are the the small details that he's, he's um, trying to put into this team at this moment in time and, and bearing in mind he's only had with a full squad that a couple of days but you could see there was a, a difference but I like the fact that he's, he's not getting carried away and I don't think anybody should because it's only one game now it's about showing that in Prague on Thursday night and then next weekend I think it's a Sunday against Hearts I want to see it most games Um,
2: but listen it's a brilliant start you can't ask for any more Connections seem to be back I know it's day one and I hear what Barry says but the Rangers fans enjoyed it and it's a while since I've had that kind of (coughs) moment at Ibrox
4: Yeah it's a really good starting point you know for the new manager I I do like his his chat he seems very level headed I think he's got a good structure about I think he's got a good manner about I mean, I can imagine when he's trying to put a point across players will buy into it but what we need to be wary of and what Philippe Clermont will be well aware of is we've seen this before with the previous two managers and it's having to do this on a consistent basis so Barry singled out Nico Raskin who scored a wonderful goal on Saturday but he's not been there often enough and that's why Rangers haven't been champions that's why two managers have lost their jobs in less than a year because the players haven't stepped up so, yeah, it's great, you know, doing it for a game, but you need to do it longer than that, and you need to, you know, they've been very good at talking the talk, Rangers players, yeah. but they would not walk the walk, but it's a good starting point on Saturday, and now you kick it into Thursday night in Prague, which is going to be a difficult uh, game, and then taking care of Hearts and um, Sunday, because ultimately, Philippe Clermont is here to become a league champion yeah. with Rangers. To catch Celtic. Yeah, it? so... Yeah. Sunday against Hearts that's you've got to go and do it again the same players have got to show that we can cope with a midweek a tough away game and then come back domestically and go and kick on again
3: he, he strikes me listening to him and watching him he strikes me of he, he's if it starts to slip a wee bit I think he'll be bang on it he'll, he'll not be scared to make many decisions and make a a tough decision he started the team there was a few surprises John Sutter, yeah. like come in Scott Wright played etc But I I just like that way because it would be easy to say listen, guys were brilliant it's all singing and dancing we're back to being the way that Rangers should be. No, he's calm about the situation he knows there's still a lot, a lot of hard work to be done but
2: so far it's the ideal start for uh, him. 24 hours later could Celtic narrow the gap bring it back to what it was? Uh, Brendan Rodgers 4-1 against Hearts. It's,
6: uh, It's a fantastic win for us of course this is notoriously a very, very difficult place to to come, but I thought we, uh, yeah, a lot, lot of a game was excellent. Scored some outstanding goals. Disappointing that we won, we didn't score more, and two that uh, the goal we gave away was, uh, was a shame. But uh, but overall, on the back end of a lot of travel for some of the players coming back from international duty to put in a performance here, and,
2: and play that well was was very good. I guess that's the kind of performance you want ahead of yeah. The of
3: they blew them away,
2: Yeah, and game and was um, over by. Yeah, just as, listen, it's
3: an ideal start when you get a goal so early, but I was expecting a wee bit more for Hearts, but don't take anything away for Celtic. I mean, I think Hearts get away with one, if I'm being honest. Celtic could have easily, in my opinion, score another two or, th- or three goals, but um, some of the interchange and some of the play was was very impressive. And we spoke about it on Friday night. You have seen signs with a, a start the motor a wee bit. They've obviously got important players back, um, but... Yeah, Hearts were no... Couldn't get anywhere near um, Celtic. And then at 3-0, they kind of take their foot off the gas a wee bit. Hearts come into the game, but it's easy to come into the game when you're 3-0 down. That's easy to go and take the ball. And then, obviously, Hearts get the the goal back and Celtic just go back up to
2: Parton and pop another one in. Shanklin getting his first goal in, what, eight games? Uh, The manager spoke about man of the match, Matt O'Reilly. He's a wonderful football player, but... It's known that
6: when, you, when you're when you a number eight or you're attacking midfield player, you, you want to have numbers. And um, it was a great ball by Lewis Palmer. He's shown that a number of times since he's come in. And, and when we watched him, he's got that quality to deliver. Um, but Matty's finish was was absolutely brilliant. First, he makes the run. You know, you, We always talk about the penetration to get him behind the back line. But
2: then to finish with that quality was, uh, was very, very good. I was, um, speaking to Sky yesterday afterwards, Mark, uh, Celtic would take a lot from that. Ahead of Wednesday, different game Wednesday, but yesterday's yeah. Barry they blew hearts away, didn't
4: they? Yeah, I mean they were, they were really really good. And they, uh, you know, you look at Matt. He's twenty two years old. You know, yep. um, he yeah, yeah, he's yeah. twenty, he's twenty two. You know, what a future um, he's got. And you can see Paul well, go back because I made a point, but yeah, go on. <laughs> I, 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 I'd say that I thought Brendan Rodgers an upgrade. I think you're starting yeah. to see something and that's taking nothing away from post Postecoglou. But but you look at Matt really the be the team. Performed now, as he said, as well, a lot of players away on, on international duty uh, coming back in. Now, the bottom line is Celtic have won nothing yet either. You know, still not to, to, to win a game in the Champions League, get a point in um, the board, but they're top of the table um, after nine games. But I think you can see different things with, with, with Brendan Rogers that just why he was outstanding candidate and why you have to applaud Celtic, Dermot Desmond, for going splashing out and paying top dollar to get him because he's, he's an outstanding. Um, coach now what they have to go and do is go and try and do something on on Wednesday night which is going to be uh, a huge ask but domestically uh, domestically Celtic's going to take a bit of stop and pull you know that 7 point gap already after 9 games Philippe Clermont's really going to have his work cut out but the the good thing for Philippe Clermont it's not on him he's inherited that kind of situation the way that Michael Beale did uh, last year so so you're given um, um, a bit of a free hit um, in many ways, but still, there'll be demands there from, from Philippe Clement because he knows why he's here, sure. and there'll be demands there to go and put a bit of pressure on Celtic and make it a proper title race. But out with Rangers, out with the old firm games that they can try and control, if you're Philippe Clement, know they'll be worrying about that now because a lot of things he's, he's played. Yeah. But you'd be saying, So, where does a favour come from? You know, yeah. where does another team go and try and do <laughs> it as I a wee term, thing at quarter yeah. too, well, sitting down, yeah. right, yeah, tough
3: place to go,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Tyncastle. If I'm being honest, that after 10 minutes, I was like, there's, there's absolutely no chance um, that, that Hearts are are going to get back into this this game. So <laughs> where is the favours going to come from? Yeah. The way that they're, they're, they're motoring just now, they are. You, you can see each game that they're starting to go up a, a, a notch. Um, but what all Rangers can do is forget about what Celtic are doing. They need to really just concentrate yeah. on number one and that's them, themselves. And listen, as I said, Paul, they got off to an ideal start now and it's about progressing
2: that and maintaining that going forward. Yeah, he was under huge pressure. Philippe Clement going into mm. the first game. Uh, let's hear him afterwards. 4-0 victory. and It could have been more against Hibs.
5: Uh, and he was happy with the tempo of the play. You thought it was better today then? In moments, yes. In moments, not. So things to show them. Because in the moments we do it, we are a really dangerous team and we create good chances. It's getting this continuity keeping this quality, keeping this hunger, keeping this passion to to play forward, but you need for that also runs forward, you need the right runs, you need the right timing together. So in moments it was already good, in moments we missed the timing or we missed a good pass. But I'm happy that after that, when something went wrong, we had a good reaction and that was crucial in this game. Because it's not only about playing fast and scoring the goals, Maybe we win the game more by having the good mentality after losing ball. I think it's, it's maybe the major point in this game. And of course that we tried to play as much as possible forward uh, in a good way.
4: Mark? Yeah, I, mean, I just like the way he sums up an assessment. Assessment of the game, I think, is how if you're a Ranger supporter inside the stadium, or you're Barry, a former player, analysing it, I just like it's to the point, it makes sense, and above all, for me, listen to him there and listen to him in in, in his first three or four days there's no bluffing Paul No, no ego no bluffing which is a difference from the previous manager so what you're getting is just straightforward direction straightforward communication a bit of detail a bit of honesty but above all else which we could all see through in the end and so could the Rangers supporters and no doubt the dressing room could as well there's no bluffing going on it's a straight line
2: Barry, the players
3: will like that simplicity. Well, listen to him. I, that's what I want. That's what I yeah. want to hear from the manager. Listen, you, you come off and in the dressing room, you're bubbly, you're, you're win for nothing. Yeah. You think oh, that, that's a good day at the office, but I would imagine that Clamont will come into <laughs> the dressing room and, and say, "Listen, happy. There's a lot of good things, but also there's a lot of things we need to work on." So there, he's he's been demanding and he's setting standards, and and that's what that's what you want to hear as a player and I'm sure the fans will go away happy but that's what you want to hear as a supporter a manager knowing that there's still a lot of work to be done to this
5: um, this Rangers team yeah for sure and I'm going to talk about that this week but not with you guys because um, (laughs) we we take also a lot of time looking at other teams and to to find what they do good what are the weak points I don't want to make the, the work of my colleagues too easy so you, you guys have also an opinion about things for sure you're going to write about it
2: he's measured isn't he he's not saying I hope you don't underestimate us remember yeah. Michael Beale said that and then yeah. went to PSV yeah I mean
7: like
4: Michael Beale's messaging was all over the place yeah. Paul I mean, and he's when you, got, when you, when of you, of you analyse sure. he, he's away and, and I think it's, for the, for, if it's better for Rangers that, that was the, the case and good luck to him whatever comes uh, next of yeah. course but for so think what I just like as well he's no overcomplicating mm. he's no trying to come across as being this kind of coaching genius and philosophies and five year plans and all that kind of nonsense <laughs> it's just a straight to the point this is how I assessed in 90 minutes on Saturday boom these were the good things these are the things that we're going to work on and we'll be getting down to work on Monday morning to prep for Thursday and then to prep uh, for next Monday just straightforward messaging that the fans can relate to that the fans can understand and they've got an idea of the direction that he wants to take them in that's it like mm-hmm. I say the best thing for me at all that compared to what's happened in the pre ones no bluffing the days all that nonsense have gone and we've got a, clear, a manager with a clear communication and no ego
2: Off on Wednesday is it Barry to Prague you're yep. going to go you'll be there yep. and it'll be interesting to see it close up in a big game but a game that Rangers would how do you feel Rangers should do?
3: All honesty yeah. Rangers should be winning yep. I'm not going to sit here and say so, right, it's tough listen Any European game away from home, Paul, is tough. I've been in the situation myself many a times, but if you look at both squads, um, I would fully expect Rangers to go and and come back with the the three points. Um, And it'll be interesting to see what he's going to do at left-back. Is Barisic going to be fit to come off injured? Uh, Ridvan come in, he's not in the squad. Um, So is Ben Davis going to go at at left-back? So it'll be interesting to see. So he's got a few situations that he probably didn't think was going to happen for this game so yeah I'm looking forward to it Um, again it's how can he can sorry this Rangers team take on what they've done against Hibs into the Prague Mm -hmm. game with the same energy with the same positivity with the same passion because that's what fans want to see and when fans see that then that's when the uh, relationship starts to knit back together and Prague
2: will be better than Hibs were on Saturday because they were poor
3: yeah they they were too open Paul I haven't been honest with you look it's been good since Nick Montgomery's come in there's no doubt about it but you've got to be respectful when you go to Ibrox you can't be that wide open Yeah, Um, no doubt about it and and Rangers listen Rangers killed him um, a Mm. few times and one guy I I need to mention is Seema he's come up with goals I wasn't sure I'll be honest with you when I watched him don't know whether he was low in confidence or he wasn't used to being at a club this size with the demands and the expectations yeah. but one thing you've got to give the young man credit he's only 22 as well he's, he's still he? pretty yeah. young in football terms he's starting to show a bit his first goal his first goal brilliant yeah. bit of pace yeah. brilliant finish and I thought his second goal was, was every bit yeah. as good manager was
2: asked about Barisic short answer
5: I don't know yet what is the situation so we will see and uh, we will see if he will be ready or not I cannot say anything about that. We need to make a good examination of that. More on that shortly. Calls
2: coming in. Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred. A great uh, weekend in the Premiership for the West of Scotland teams. Because Kilmarnock we haven't even mentioned yet with three uh, one. Defeat over um, Livy And a great performance by Armstrong and Vassell. Kelly fans, give us a call 0808 17 17
1: 700 The Go Radio football show with Global Eco Energy Design your bespoke solar PV system And meet your energy needs With no upfront costs Let's go.
6: Celtic over the years Have always had a talisman at, 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 Up front But it's it's about the team really. He, he's a wonderful little striker He gets goals, he makes runs uh, He can make more runs
2: um, but um, but overall he's uh, no, he's a fantastic uh, focal point for us. You know the voice Celtic fans and everyone else that's uh, Brendan Rodgers speaking about Kyogo he hadn't scored for a few games he scored yesterday of course he scored for Japan over the break and Celtic back on fire at the weekend 4-1 at Hearts O'Reilly, Maeda, Kyogo and Iwata his first goal and of course the, the penalty as well Hitati struck the post and we heard Barry Ferguson saying already it could have been more for Celtic which at Tynecastle it was a big result.
4: Yeah. Um, look, first of all, it was a brilliant performance from Celtic and, and they could have won by more mm. Barry's right? I mean, it, it could have been a, a proper annihilation. Um, that said, you just put yourself in Stephen Naismith's shoes for a minute, Paul, and you look at the the attitude, the lack of desire uh, from players. We talk about the absolute minimum is 100%. Mm. You watch some of the goals that heart's conceded and just the way that they tried to defend. You know, just sloping on back for the halfway line when Celtic players are, are, are busting their back even at 2-0 up you know I think it's embarrassing and Stephen A. Smith um, if he's not willing to go and wield the axe and a number of those players because um, they've got a couple of big games going to Ibrox on Sunday and there's yeah. a League Cup semi-final then they'll end up costing Stephen A. Smith his job that's the bottom line so he has to go and do something about it um, or else it's going to cost him um, he's, it might already be too late to be perfectly honest unless he can pull a, a real surprise result off against Rangers in the next couple of weeks but um, the lack of desire um, was from some of the Hearts players yesterday was, was shocking and no wonder a lot of the Hearts fans uh, left there and that was a strong message to Anne Budge and the Hearts board yesterday
2: Barry he's finding it tough
4: it's his first job in management yeah you see
3: because the camera panned to the bench um, a a number of times and you can see the frustration I was going to say he'd be pulling his hair out but he's not got any (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah he looked he cut a frustrated uh, figure no doubt about it in in so many goals Um, listen people are going to run off you but for instance the first goal it's too easy for Matt O'Reilly to run off his his, um, midfielder he's playing against you know, I, mean, I mean he's run off him two or three yards if somebody runs, runs off you try and track him you might not get there but you'd be half a yard say away from him um, so yeah, he, he looked frustrated um, and I think it's a big week on the training ground for him because Mark's just mentioned that he's got two huge games coming up against Rangers um, and by the looks at it and the way they're playing listen it could uh, his Hearts team could struggle big time
2: back here in Glasgow so big weekend for Rangers on Saturday and Celtic yesterday at Tynecastle. not so much so for Partick Thistle that was a Craig oh. Moore would call it a tonking wouldn't it they would get thumped five he says a tonking I think sometimes in the programme but uh, Kevin Holt hat Thonking? trick for Dundee United so bad one for
3: the Jags though yeah I never seen that coming mm. if I'm being honest I thought Dundee United would have won the game but um, like Kevin Holt ex-Partick Thistle yeah, player yep. last year coming down Um I don't even think he got three goals last season, <laughs> and he comes down and and scores a, a hat trick. Yeah, it was a, a sore sword one for Partick Thistle on um, Saturday. So many of the games
2: off at the weekend. Yeah. I fell for St Mirren, Mark, yeah. and you know journalistically, why? So Inverness were told don't don't come to Morton because of the road, uh-huh. but St Mirren were allowed to go up that same A9, and then the game was called off, probably quite rightly, on Saturday morning. It was a, a waste of money for the St Mirren, the club who can't afford. Yeah. That'd be thousands of pounds,
4: yeah. Hotels, yeah. coaches, um, travel. Um, and then I have to go and do it all again in some you know November uh, Wednesday yeah. night, and or something like that. So, yeah, you know, that's where it must be really it must make football clubs angry that lack of consistency. So, call the game off mm-hmm. at two three o'clock on Friday afternoon. St. Mirren and the SPFL should have dialogue yeah. when he due to leave. <coughs> it was you know, red warnings, you know. Yeah, but you know, we're training them on, morning uh, we're going. The yeah, bus will leave at on, one, two o'clock, sure. the usual. We we'll made a decision. You speak to Malcolm McKay. You yeah. speak to Ross County. It's not difficult. It's common sense. Yeah. It's. it's, it's that's really a question: pure.
2: Did yeah. someone get some sort of compensation no. for that? As I no. understand it, no. It's no, a lot won. of money for St. Mirren. I mean, yeah. there's no need for that. Listen, if, if was you a if
0: red you red look warning? at it, I mean, yeah. you're
3: taking what twenty players because you would always take two extra just in case or one extra. What staff are they carrying? Six. Seven. Yeah, yeah, bus the driver.
4: Theory, yeah. Thirty bedrooms.
3: Sure. Yeah. 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 So it is a lot of money. And then obviously the hire of the bus for, mm. for, for two days. Yeah. Yeah. I found that strange that they obviously they don't allow Inverness mm. to travel. Their games as you mentioned, Paul, yeah. their game sorry was off in the called off on the Friday, but something obviously travel up. Yeah, Yeah. I I don't think
2: that's right. That was unfair. Quite a few people have been on the socials at Goal Football Show, St Mirren fans saying, why? That was absolutely crazy. Some of the games that went off, obviously, Ross County, St Mirren, St Johnson, Motherwell, and Aberdeen, Dundee going off early enough. But in the big two, and Celtic winning 4-1, here's a bit more from Brendan Rodgers afterwards, speaking on Sky. Tempo of the game was
6: was good from us. Some of the quality was very good. My only only disappointment was... uh, that spell, when it gets to 3-1, we obviously missed the penalty, but we go to 3-1 and 4-1, we've got to keep the ball better. Um, I know we're tired and there's a little bit of fatigue sitting in, but you can rest with the ball better than, than we did in, in that period of the game. But um, but now, great. Substitutions come in, make a, a really good contribution. I thought James Forrest was absolutely brilliant when he came into the game. Yeah, Overall, delighted with the performance and result.
2: He also said, we have no limits, Mark. That's uh, quite... Something to think about for other teams if they are. Are they getting better and better?
4: Yeah, yeah. I, I, You can see it, Paul. I, I, I said the the programme a few weeks ago, I, I just noticed something sort of clicking in the Livingston away game. A connection between Brendan Rodgers and the fans down to 10 men. Potential adversity in, in the game, but they, they, they come through it the way the players have just kind of clicked into place. I think the the emergence of Hitati as a major player is, is part of that. I think Kyogo's getting better. You can see Palmer if you want to call a couple of these yeah. project players. Now that Brendan Rodgers and his staff are getting time to work with them, you can see them improving. That said, it's like it's difficult to then go and make the step up and, and make an impact, for example, on Wednesday night against Atletic McGregor. They're really going to have to pull something extraordinary out of the bag for that to happen. But domestically, I can't see anybody stopping Celtic. Um, Paul, you know, domestically over thirty-eight games and on a one-off game, of course, and can happen. But over a period of thirty-eight games, with what they have, the calibre of manager they have, the winning mentality um, that they have, then uh, you know it's it's hard just not to see Celtic being champions again, making it three in a row.
2: Mark's been on the socials at Go Football Show. He was there, one of the five hundred and seventy-six, and he said they were chanting the name of Brendan Rodgers, which you haven't heard from Celtic fans, I don't think, since what twenty nineteen.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, if Matty, on t- when Brendan Rodgers left in twenty nineteen yeah. for Leicester City. You know, looking at the big picture, looking at everything that was going on at that time, I totally understood his decision. Now I can understand Celtic fans, of course, walking out in the in the middle of a season of ten or twelve games, whatever it was to go. Then fine. So then, when he's got the chance, or Celtic decided to bring him back, and it was the right move because he was the outstanding candidate. Um, uh, People were blinded. By the way he left, rather than look at his record as a manager. Steve will say, Oh no, we don't want him back because of how he left. It's okay. Take that out of the equation, look at what he did for you. Seven trophies out of seven, put the foundations down for a quadruple treble, twelve trophies on the trot, and look at what he inherited and how he improved some of the players. Callum McGregor, Kieran Tierney, got a right tune out of Scott Brown. Um again, different things. all oh, the signings won the great, but but some of them were absolutely outstanding. He's a top coach. You can see now the friction of his of his work again, um, second time around. And uh, I think the, the, some, the Celtic fans that were giving the club a hard time in the past couple of months for bringing them back and giving Brendan a hard time, I think they'll be, they'll be eating their words now because you, you, you can't criticise a guy. He's, he's top draw.
2: Barry, from Rangers' point of view, it is ominous, but you'll say, right, bring it on. because That's yeah, the attitude yeah. you've got at half, Paul. Yeah.
3: Look, there's, there's no getting away for the fact that they are starting to motor which mm-hmm. I mentioned about you can see yep. there's been a lot of work obviously done in the training ground um, it wasn't going to happen overnight but Matt's just mentioned he has a top coach let's be honest um, and you can now see it starting to to fire a wee bit but from a Rangers point of view all they can do is, is um, do what they've done in, in Saturday yep. against Hibs and that's Try and win as many games as possible and get to that next old firm game. They can't fall any further behind, no mistakes. Um, and that, I think that's what it's going to come down to because I would have the attitude they're not going to drop any more points against. Yeah. We were yeah. talking about, is, is Rangers going to get favours for anybody else? The way I would look at it, no, it's only us that can do something about it. And that means winning your games up until the old firm game and then going to the old firm game at Celtic Parton trying to get three points I'm not saying it's going going to be a tough,
2: tough ask but that's the way you've got to think and that was the downfall for Michael Beale wasn't it because he started well and he was beating everyone apart from when it came to the Celtic games let's find out a bit more about the manager we're just getting to know the Belgian who came in what, just eight days ago so after the win at the weekend he was asked uh, about Cantwell and individuals in the team
5: I don't like to speak uh, so much about individual players because I want to see a team I will see the next weeks, the next months, who are the players who push themselves to be in that team. And I see with thought somebody with a lot of potential, with a lot of quality. That's true. I see with other players also potential and, and quality. It's about them showing themselves to be ready. But I think, to be honest, with all the games that we're going to play, all the guys who are today on the, on the game sheet, they will play. Next couple of months. They will play and we will need them all to be at their top. And we, with the staff, together with the players, we need to work really hard to make all of them top.
2: And the man who got a league goal at the weekend, he'd been much criticised, Serial Desers. he came so
7: close, then he got the goal. He's been speaking about the manager. Obviously, he, he made it clear, like, I just have to do my job for the team, and, and yeah, that uh, means putting a lot of pressure. I just saw my uh, stats from the game, and uh, I think... <laughs> myself and and a few of the other guys we we almost broke some records so I think that's a big positive and we only get fitter after this we're going to get better we're going to get more used to to this and um, yeah it's like you say I was close two times with like a half chance and then uh, the, the the pass of thought was amazing um, and then I was I was happy to finish it off and he was asked about the criticism that he and the team have endured recently you try to keep uh, some things out of the out of the door uh, like we say it in Dutch but that's not always easy especially not in a city like this or in a club like Rangers which is massive which is always there so so I think like, uh, at a certain moment it, it, it got under my skin and, and it, it, it affects your confidence a little bit. But luckily I've been through this before in my career and, and I know what I can do. I know what my qualities are and I know I will show them this season. So I'm, I'm not too worried about that. I just know, like the Gaffa said, I, I need to keep working, do my things for the team, then the goals will follow. And with the goals, the wins will follow. And yeah, I think then everybody will be happy. Barry, big day for him.
3: Yeah, but yeah. a very honest interview yeah. there. The, the, he he realises that he struggled a wee bit. It's got under his skin. It's affected his, his confidence. And, and watching the game Saturday, Paul, he, he did have a couple of chances. I'm thinking to myself, come on, just uh, just one bounce off your backside and, and go in and give yeah. him that wee, yeah. that wee boost. And to be fair, his finish was a, a decent finish through the legs of the, the Hibs defender. So hopefully now this will give him a bit of confidence because... I've been honest, he has struggled since he's come in. But I like that, he's just open and honest and that's what you want to hear because it does affect some people, Paul, because this is probably... They probably came here and never experienced this sort of spotlight that's on them. Um, so hopefully that goal on Saturday will, will, will give him a bit of a boost and, and now we'll see him start to hit the, the back of the net
2: on a regular basis. Mark, this is what the manager had to say about him getting a goal.
5: Yes, for him, but I see also for other players. But for, for Cyril, it's it's also simple. I talked with him about that this week. It's about doing hard work every day. Uh, repeating, repeating, repeating. Doing hard work for the team also. Because if he didn't score today, he still w- would have had uh, a good game because he worked for the team. Same with, uh, with Sam. They worked really hard for the team and because of that, we can do good pressing Uh, Hips is a good team. They showed this the last couple of weeks with good football, but they struggled to do their normal football because our attacking players did their defensive job. And it's for me not important who's scoring goals. It's not important that it's the striker or a winger or a midfielder or a central defender. No, it's about scoring the goals, getting the results and to be one team all the time.
4: Mark? Yeah, I mean, it sounds as though... um, Philippe Clementy, staff of the wee arm around around uh, serial yeah. Dessers and one thing I, I agree with Barry, I thought it was a really good interview. First time I've actually heard him speak at length, Paul. But I, I think even prior to that interview, what what I took from serial Dessers was that, and then he listening to him there, he gets it, he gets what it's about. Playing for Rangers, being in this country, he's struggled um, with with the negativity towards him in the team because he's only five weeks in the door and the wall started to close in when Rangers lost to PSV, then lost to Celtic, the, the uh, Ibrox. So he's been part of that. One thing I remember about him when Rangers lost to Aberdeen a couple of weeks ago, um, he was getting it tight for the Rangers supporters, probably more than any other player. But he's still somewhat walking around at the end, still taking abuse, but standing up to it. I saw a couple of players going and putting an arm around him because he's felt it. But from that, I can tell there's a, there's a determination there. There's a willingness to go and succeed he's not a type of player that I would describe as, as a chancer there's no bond yeah. he's just happy to pick up his money and Proper. what will be will be Not he cares good. and that's come across and that's why I think that he'll come good I think there's something in there and and he'll succeed
2: good. Barry I noticed you mentioned Sam Lammers as well who struggled for confidence probably yeah and it's probably affected Lammers because again I'll
3: go back to they probably never experienced um, the pressures that are, that, that are on them at this moment in time um, but yeah I, I like that I, do you know what I just like honesty and, and listen the big man it's been a tough time for him but like, he did work hard and, and even previous games I think he overworked he was just trying too hard sometimes just need needs a bit of just calm down a wee bit but I thought Saturday he was better um, his link up was better he was in areas where you want your main striker to be he wasn't running away out wide what he was doing in previous games and running out of position because he was blown a gasket after, after 60 minutes. Um, so, yep, happy for him. And now, as I said, Paul, hopefully this will give him a bit of confidence.
1: The Go Radio football show with global eco-energy. Switch to clean, renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to 70%. Let's
0: go!
2: What a week in store, Celtic. At home to Atletico Madrid. And that goes way back to the 70s when they came and they had three or four players sent off. Mark, you're a, a football historian. <laughs> uh, there was no love lost whatsoever. Was it the wee jinky game? Uh, yeah, they kicked them off the park really, yeah, didn't they? Yeah. Um, but they're back in town. That's not the Atletico Madrid of today. Mm. Griezmann hat-trick at the weekend. It's going to be some game. But Celtic will feel the game just a couple of weeks ago Lazio it looked as though they had gone 2-1 up and then it was 1-1 yeah. and then they lost that sucker punch at the end I wonder what they've learned from that well we, we,
4: they need to learn things Paul you know, because they've had a, a lot of defeats in Europe over a number of years a number of different managers and what you hear is the kind of same old story it feels like what we'll, we'll learn from it we'll take away and we'll learn from mistakes well you know there's been enough evidence to suggest that they are learning from the mistakes so what do you do What's what was a clear message from Brendan Rodgers at full time I think we were really unlucky the players gave their all I was at the game and I felt for them I really did but it's game management you know don't be taking risks with a couple of minutes to go it was a point on the board it could be an invaluable point at the end that point I think is going to come back and bite them yeah. um, uh, when it gets to game game number six however um, I, there's something about me that Celtic are, are due to pull something pretty special out mm. the bag they've not done it in a number of years as I say I think they're getting better under Brendan Rogers, European wise they've still got it all to prove but I, I you know I think Celtic might just might just get a point um, on, on Wednesday night Paul at home at Atletico Madrid which would be a brilliant result absolutely brilliant result if you could go and get a point um, against Like it won't be easy Atletico will be favourites and rightly so
2: but I don't know just something that uh, you know, they're going to nick something the manager was asked about his thoughts on the game
4: we need
6: to just recover we put a lot, lot of effort into into today We'll go away and, and we'll study and, and finalise our plan for for Wednesday and uh, the supporters will be there for us giving us everything and the team will give everything and Let's see where it takes us. Barry?
3: Yeah, as I said, Paul, every single player that's starting the game and it comes off the bench needs to play at their highest level and their concentration needs to be 100% for the full 90-odd minutes for Celtic to get anything because they are coming up, let's be honest, they're coming up against a quality side um, so that, that that's the only way you get a point or three points when you play these teams um, every single player needs to be on it and if they are on it then they'll have an opportunity to get something for the game Time to look at VAR at the weekend
1: G.A.R the Go Assisted Referee on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning Specialists in Air Conditioning Service and Maintenance Requirements
2: so it was happy birthday to VAR at the weekend wasn't it? This is our own GAR section Barry can you believe that's a year since it was introduced and do you regret the introduction of VAR?
3: Yeah but it's here to stay, Paul so get
4: on
2: there's with no point. we just need to
4: get on Given us with... a lot of good Monday nights <laughs> to be fair
2: right, Let's go on what have yeah. we got today? There wasn't much was there really mm. at the weekend no. there weren't that many games of course um, so I think the key one was probably and even Stephen Naismith said look it wouldn't have made any difference to the result but yeah. so Celtic 13 seconds into the second half they're two up and there's a penalty Kyogo tackled in the box and they say penalty referee Nick Walsh yeah. goes to VAR Andrew at Dallas it again. was yeah, tackled
4: know. was it cocking on yeah. 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 I, I, I thought it was one of the ones where if, if, if I'm in the receiving end of that decision yeah. I'm raging I don't think it's a penalty mm. I could understand technically why it's given I thought it was very very clever uh, from and what's Kyogo. the
2: technicality is that contact was made. Yeah, it's contact
4: yeah. I means nowhere near the ball. Cock- yeah. So ultimately, that sure. suggests it's a bit. But it's just one of the ones where you're expecting your, your your player not to be as naive. But then on it, I'm looking at the thing. Okay, I probably is a penalty. But that said, it's maybe one that couldn't have been given. But very very clever play from Kyogo. Yeah, Barry, what do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, Kyogo knows what he's doing
3: there's No doubt about it. I, I think it's so soft. Um, but as my mentioned there, technically, it is a, a penalty because there is contact. Um, in the box, I think it's harsh. Um, I, I, if it's given against me, I'm going off my head. Have I been honest? Yeah,
2: you'd be
4: going nuts. I know. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't
3: know. I, I would be. I, would, you think, Mark? It's one of
4: the ones where I understand why it's given, and if I'm if I'm on the receiving end of that, a, I'm, I'm mad with my player. But be a mad with the officials um, as well, you know.
3: Sure. But it's irrelevant.
4: Yep. Yeah, exactly.
3: It would have been. Yeah. Even Just if you... they scored, it mm-hmm. uh, was still, still Celtic it were going to coast the game. Anyway,
2: Kelly Livingston. I, I haven't noted anything of real note there for VAR.
0: We'll go yeah, into the game no, shortly, no, but no, I don't think no. there's any controversy seen, no, there.
2: You watch sports no. scene. And um, yeah, what about the Rangers game? Barry, was there was no penalty? Was oh, there... it was a fine, fine game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
4: yeah. <laughs> I t- the biggest and I know it's down the road oh, but Liverpool Everton well, oh, exactly the I mean. performance so, of Craig Pawson I, I, I felt but, for Sean Dykes and Everton I, watched that, I was watching that on the telly do you know that? I was trying to clear up Scotland see, see the main, how can that be see oh, the main yeah. thing
3: is, is it not to try and keep a living yeah. Yeah. against mm-hmm. a living. Yeah. and the Ashley Young thing I think I think it's it's ridiculous mm-hmm. yeah. but then the Liverpool yeah. defender yeah. Gets, away, gets away yeah, with Canada it gets away with it and Klopp knows that. That's Oof. why he bang you he straight Check off within off. An, yeah. uh, within a minute. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was it was a ridiculous uh, decision. Shocking. Um, and Absolutely consistency, shocking. where's the consistency there? When Ashley Young has to go, yeah. or well, he gives him the sure. red card to go. Where's the consistency? And, and it yeah. could have
2: leveled it up. It could no one Sean Dice then gets booked because he's complaining. Yeah. He's got every he's right to live. complain. Exactly. Oh, yeah. right.
4: It was appalling mm-hmm. from Craig Potter. I mean, you you look at the two bookings for for Ashley Young. You look at the one Kanati did get booked for and then what he's not got booked for when it should have led yeah. to a second yellow. The one that should have been a second yellow was the worst at of the four. Mm. That was a clear second yellow. Now, Barry's right. Keep 11 men on the pitch if you can. He could have allowed Ashley Young to stay on the pitch mm. for the second yellow. Um, and if he had, that was his perfect get out for Kanati. Yeah. But the fact that he gave Ashley Young that second yellow, mm. he had to give Kanati another yellow. It was a clear attack. Mm. Uh, for Everton on the counter he's wiped the guy out he can't believe it nor can Jurgen Klopp but if I'm Sean Dykes you're doing the bottom of the table you're trying to hang in there in a Merseyside derby and you've got an absolutely scandalous refereeing uh, decision that's that, that's taking you right out of the
3: game See the thing with Ashley Young the, the, the second yellow card mm. Where, where's your common sense? Do you go over him and say Ashley, I've just booked you yeah. Quietly right, Quietly That's a, easier yeah. You can't have another tackle sure. like that and then I'm sure with Ashley Young's experience he'd be like yeah. right do you know what yeah. and what would
4: have happened when came at, Sean Dice would have taken them off at half time for exactly. Nathan Patterson yep, That would have been just, have been just yeah. fine it's
2: not yeah. it's not right is it but they they next time RG you're in Liverpool, Liverpool but... yeah. next time you're in Liverpool you can ask the Klopp want it replayed <laughs> <laughs> it's the other way around not that you would and probably Liverpool would have won Mark one year in then what's your report card the Mark Berry <clears throat> take on VAR here on in VAR, Scotland what it, do we think
4: it's calmed down it's calmed down I think it's getting better I think the officials uh, are getting better um, with it. I thought it was a the bonus Paul was a bit of a car crash. Um, the first, you know, six, seven months, a length of time it was taking to get to decisions. But I think our referees or officials are getting better at working the technology. That's an important part of it. Um, having uh, dedicated VAR officials is a is a really good move uh, in the in the right direction. Uh, however if I had to wake up tomorrow morning and I'd heard that, that, that VAR had been taken out the Scottish game mm. I would be happy to be honest would I, would really? Really, I, yeah. I would be uh, but, if it, but happens it is here to the stay but yeah, it, sure. it, it's here to stay so when you've got it it's about making the use of the technology because the technology is there but it's human beings that are in charge of the technology it's human beings from one official to another that communicate with each other, but it certainly get better.
2: And we have to have it; otherwise, yeah. we, you know, we, we fall behind yeah. English Premiership, to, yeah. the major leagues in Europe. Mm. they will probably be in the Championship soon as well. Barry, would that be a fair summary of VAR? It's it's getting better than what it was at the beginning.
3: Yeah, and it, there's still a, a fair bit to improve, Paul. No doubt about it. But as it I agree with what Mark says, it is getting slightly better, and hopefully. In the coming months and coming years it'll improve big time. Um I, I was singing for the hilltops to to get it in, but mm-hmm. do I regret that? <laughs> I'm not saying it would have made a difference yep. but yeah, just uh, the early stages were yep. weren't weren't great, but listen, gradually it is, it is getting better. I've not watched the the thing that was on um Sky mm. uh, regarding the Scottish Far. There there's a what's it? There? Yeah, yeah, there's a um a bit on it I think it's a programme it's about half an hour so okay. yep. we'll sit down and watch that on it should be good if it's on there so that's one year of far
1: G.A.R. The Go Assisted Referee on the Go Radio Football Show with CSD Air Conditioning Specialists in Air Conditioning Service and Maintenance Requirements
2: Thank you for making the switch. It's Paul Cooney here with Mark Woody and Barry Ferguson. So many people are saying they're enjoying the show. Did you bump into anyone at the weekend, Barry? More and more people are making yeah. that switch and are happy uh, and enjoying the programme. At the weekend, anyone? No, I had a, I had a quiet one, Paul. Right, okay. Quiet one. How's the operation post-op? Are you improving the knee? Yeah, it's getting yeah. better.
4: Yeah, I, I won't like far, be... it's getting better. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. I'll not be able to tell until probably... Six weeks when it's fully healed and I can go and start running, but I'm doing light gym work just to strengthen up the quad. Um, so available for selection as I said, come the start of
2: December. Excellent, that'll fly in before we know it. <laughs> Mark, top of the table, then we look at the table Celtic 22 points, then Rangers on 18 after uh, the nine games. Um, St Mirren on f- no that's the wrong one I've got there yeah. Celtic have gone further ahead yeah, Twenty-five. that was the wrong yeah, one there yeah, 25 points the yeah. I did obviously had <laughs> <laughs> a flying lesson would you believe I, I should have I? I oh stayed man. up there oh, sorry I've got the wrong Bengals. one I
0: can't, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I told you that yeah. where, where, so no, let's do that one again forget the lead later. forget no. the lead listen I can fade you both down so Celtic will start that one again At Celtic 25 points after the 9 games Rangers on 18 St Mirren on 15 but they've got a game in hand of course Hearts on 11 Kilmarnock They've moved up. They're in 10 points along with Motherwell a flew over Kilmarnock (laughs) and Livy on 10 and then on 9 points there's Aberdeen Hibs on 9 Dundee on seven along with Ross County and St Johnson on four points
4: big win for Kelly Mm. it was was a massive massive win can I
2: just be honest there I never (laughs) even (laughs) heard the word (laughs) yeah yeah. right the news is next and then you good time to call speak to Barry Ferguson Mark Weary 0808 17 17 700 over and out for a few moments
1: the Go Radio football show with Global Eco Energy for great customer service and a free home survey call 0800 233
0: Let's go! Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial, and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.
1: The Go Radio football show with global eco-energy. Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs. Let's
2: go! So in the last few minutes, Hibs uh, have issued a statement saying, Hibernian FC is aware of the intolerable graffiti and stickers found in the away end at Ibrox on Saturday and condemns the behaviour of the individuals that were involved. The club will work with rangers to identify those responsible and will take the most serious action possible against anyone involved. If any Hibs supporter has any information, please contact the club. Mark, it goes without saying it is intolerable.
4: Yeah, it is. And, you know, first of all, uh, credit to Hibs as a football club. You can't be responsible for every supporter, Paul. But if a supporter, you know, lets your club down. Then you've, you've got to act on it. I think it's a very sensible statement. I don't think it's Hibbs paying lip service. They are serious about it. They've put in there, you know, you can help, keep the strictness of confidence. And they're not happy with, with, with the individual involved, and rightly so. It was, it was shocking, disgraceful um, on uh, Saturday. And, uh, you know, let's say Hibs are serious about trying to find the,
2: the culprit. So you've got to give uh, credit to Hibbs for that. For sure. Nobody would condone that. Everyone would condemn it. Absolutely. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 on the football at the weekend. How did your team do? Kilmarnock, quite a few Kilmarnock fans are on after the 3-1 win against Livy and it was a great double act, wasn't it? Armstrong and Vassell, Barry. How good are those two? The supply from Danny Armstrong and mm-hmm. the finishing of the, the striker? Well, Vassell's not
3: no played a lot. I, th- yeah. I think he was injured during pre-season. He struggled to get into the, the team. He was coming off the bench quite a lot, but... Um, when he played for Kilmarnock certainly last season I thought he was a did he, he, he's a physical presence up top um, and now he looks back to full fitness and I think he's a real handful I really do
2: and that's a, an important three points for, for Derek and his Kilmarnock team And hard to believe isn't it Mark that they hadn't won in the league since the Rangers game right at the yeah, start of the season Yeah I
4: mean yeah. They've been difficult to beat. They've picked up a number of uh, of uh, draws, but uh, it was important just when you were reading out the the, the table, Paul. You know, if something came up to ten points, puts a bit of daylight um, between them and the bottom. Um, kind of a couple of teams. I heard um, Derek uh, pre-match his team selection left a couple of players out, switched formation, he explained why. Obviously, he'd studied Livy, what they were about. But it was a really good performance um, for Kilmarnock and that's a that's a massive three points. You Note know, uh, most teams at that kind of level, Paul, will target ten points. Um, from your first sort of right. nine, ten games, actually, even gets quicker. We get to double figures, the better. It takes a bit of pressure um, off you, and, and they can kind of look over their shoulder um, a wee bit. So um, yeah, that's a that's a massive one. And, and Vassell, as Barry said, you know he wasn't available. He was kind of back injury. They, they, they just they just had to be cautious uh, with him. But he's a big presence uh, for command, and I think they'll be absolutely uh, fine this season.
3: I mean, you look at the two it played up top, Vassell and Watkins. Big boys, physical presence, Um, and that's the way. Sometimes you've got to go against David Martindale's uh, Livingston team. So, um, yeah, that two of them I think will be real important going forward for for Delaney's command squad. And they're top six
2: at the moment. Can they stay there, Barry? That's the you know by the end of the season. I just think he was.
3: I just think at the start of the season they were looking an improvement. Last season it was important that they maintained their status in the Premier League, and I think they will look to get. Up what two or three places? I think asking for them to be in the top six is a big ask. I've been honest with you. I, th- I think they'll finish just outside it. Um, but it's all about improving year on year. And listen, he's, I've got a real good manager. Dale's yeah. got brilliant experience, and I don't think he gets enough credit. I've been honest with the with the job he's he's done over the pieces being a manager, at the clubs he's been at. Yep. Mark,
4: would you agree? Yeah, aye, kind of yeah, underrated. Yeah. No, definitely. I, I thought Derek um, would have had a right good shout at the Rangers job mm-hmm. to succeed uh, Michael Beale, and you know I, I don't think it's it's beyond him to one day be the manager of Rangers. If not, I could see him be the manager of of, uh, of Scotland potentially. Steve mm-hmm. Clark's mm-hmm. successor. because yeah, he's an established manager. He's got a proven track record, uh, and you can see it. Yeah, to blip down south at Bristol City, that can happen at any time when he's given time to go and do something Aberdeen St Johnson he kicked off as a, as a young manager and then Kilmarnock what he inherited remember he had Kilmarnock in the championship there weren't certainties to get up he put something together as Steve McGinn tells us he put something together got them promotion kept them up last season and now you can say listen they're not home and dry yet but you don't expect Kilmarnock to be involved in that, that dog fight come April, May and also you've got to remember
3: he lost his right hand man yeah, of in the summer Who's been my money um, yeah. for a, a number of years? Tony Doherty, who went to, to Dundee, then he had to obviously. Do a bit of manoeuvring and his, and his staff, and and I don't think it's a is uh, sorry it's
2: affected them that much this season. A big game for him as well for the manager because it's his old team oh, yeah. on Sunday. that's the big Sky game, isn't it? Twelve noon, Kilmarnock against Aberdeen, mm-hmm. and then at three Rangers against Hearts. We're right back into the season. It's good the international break, and it's great that we qualified. But nothing beats being back to the bread and butter, the mince and tatties of the of the <laughs> league. My and then sorry. are you? or did you? Yeah, no, a, I'm, I had it in the
3: Sunday that's our Sunday dinner is it I'm ah. having it tonight
4: oh, yeah, yeah. i would have, have it, it
2: any I love Vincent <laughs> <brilliant. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> you put carrots through it
3: oh
4: yes
2: oh, yeah right. is that okay and A bit of turn oh, as well sometimes just check yeah, oh he's my yeah. 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 Yeah, no, oh, yeah. gives <laughs> it a bit of texture Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: beautiful ok
2: well back to the football then where are we going let's hear I want to hear more from Cyril Deserts we were impressed a few people have asked because he was asked about how it affected him the criticism of the fans in the last couple of months
7: there's been a double feeling for me uh, about the fans of course I've, I've got some uh, some negative things towards my head um, but overall the people are amazing, uh, they're so nice to me. When I meet them in the city, when I meet them here around the stadium, they're so kind, they're so supportive. And of course, the how can I say this? The negative voices are the loudest, uh, and, and and maybe it's only one negative voice for every 100 or 500 fans that are positive and supportive, and I try to keep that in my head. Uh, then, and, and like you saw today, I, for, for my feeling, this wasn't even my my, my my a really good performance. I know I can do a lot better, but to get this support, that means a lot to me, and and, and that that fills your heart, and that this gives you energy, and and to even go harder. And uh, as I say, this is a new start for me. Uh, I hope this can be a new start as well, um, with with the fans, and uh, I hope I can make them happy in the future.
4: Mark, yeah, again, this another good insight, Paul. That yeah. I said from from listening to his first clips, I've not really heard them that often he's been kind of kept at the road because yeah. things haven't been going well and that's understandable but listen to now, what you can tell is clear, he wants to do well, he's level-headed, he cares, not getting carried away with yourself, he's he's painted a true picture of what's going on, he's not criticised the Rangers fans, he says he's had support when he's been out and about but he's had uh, a lot of negativity and he's having to learn um, how to cope with that and how to handle that and getting that goal on Saturday will do him the world are good, but like the rest of the Rangers players, he's now got to go and kick on. When when you're a striker, and the good thing as well, but for like saying I don't really care who scores the goals as long as you make the contribution. You know, as long as you're buying into my tactical plan, and as as long as we we win the game or whatever the objective is for the for the, the particular ninety minutes. So he's now to go and kick on. You know, if so you're getting praise this Saturday, brilliant. You can't rest in that. You need to go and do it again on Thursday night. They then you need to take that into Sunday. At Highbrook's in front of fifty thousand. Um, fans again so what these Rangers players need to do Dessers and Cantwell and Raskin and all the rest of guys is do it consistently do it week in week out and that's what the managers demand and that's what the supporters demand and rightly so but a step in the right direction for Dessers Barry
3: yeah, I'll be honest very honest interview and yeah. I, I like that very refreshing and he understands um, that he suffered a bit of criticism which you're going to get if you don't perform but he's also saying that he's he said um, a few fans come up to him and, and obviously give him a pat in the back and say keep going and, uh, and as I said one thing that you can't deny about Dessers when he has played he has worked um, very hard but it might be a strange thing to say Paul sometimes you can work too hard or try too hard and I feel that's what he's doing it's probably his best game he's had and hopefully now, with the, the new manager coming in, you'll start to see the reason why Rangers paid a, a hefty fee for him. Here's a bit more insight from
7: Serial Deserts. I try not to be focused too much on scoring. Uh, like I said, like I, I just want to do, do some things right for the team. And then I know the goals will follow. I, uh, maybe you guys didn't see me score that much, but i scored my whole life. I know I can score goals. Um, if I do the things right, I will... Everywhere on each level, I will make my goals, and, and I'm sure this will happen at ranges as well. But I need to do the right things, and I'm sure this coach and this team will help me with that. And hopefully, then yeah, we can enjoy uh, all together. And he was asked about his fitness. We played a lot of games, uh, which is not always easy with a short preparation. So I think we can always improve that. And uh, I think like the the way he wants to play is with even even more runs uh, forward and adapts even more pressure, higher pressure. So of course. It's, it's, it's a different kind of fitness Can I, I, I maybe it's better to say it like that and we're going to improve in that so that will be fine Barry, about his fitness and the team in general there?
3: Yeah, I've seen a few comments from the the manager, Clement that he's a bit concerned that, that some players can't last the, the, the 90 minutes and he's talking about physical condition so listen, if they're going to play the way they did on Saturday because it was a high press high energy about them you you do need to be really fine tuned and and that's something that I'm sure in the the coming weeks the manager will work hard on Here's a bit more
5: from the manager after the 4-0 win over Hibs On the downside for me is that I see a player falling out after 10 minutes I see other players who had struggled to play 90 minutes also so there are still several players injured or coming back out of injury So that's going to be also a main task uh, together with the performance staff to get everybody at his best physical level to produce this kind of games and better every three days, the next couple of months. Just what you mentioned there, Barry. So he's not saying which players, but... You need
2: to be conditioned to...
5: At a club like
3: Rangers, you need to be conditioned to play three games a week, Paul. You do. Saturday, Wednesday, Saturday, well, then now it's, it's Sunday. Yeah. Thursday, Sunday or, or, or whatever it is but you need to be conditioned and um, that's something that, that I think he's noticed he's obviously watched all the games he's come in and he's seen them close up and he believes that it can get better he spoke about speaking to the uh, the condition coaches um, so I would imagine um, training will be will be pretty tough but the only problem with that is Paul it can't be too tough because you have got sure. a number of games so I think um, some days where they would probably take it off them a wee bit
2: I'm sure he'll be putting them through their paces. Celtic have got the Spaniards who'll be in town. They'll fly in tomorrow for the game on Wednesday, Atletico Madrid. Rangers will be on the plane on Wednesday, heading to one of Mark's favourite cities, Prague. So the manager's been speaking about Sparta.
5: Yes, I looked two games of them. I know the coach also really well because he's a friend. Uh, we played together in Bruges. Uh, he was after also coach in, uh, in Antwerp. It's a good football team. It's a team who always plays uh, in a 3-4-2-1 structure with uh, a lot of good passing between the lines, a lot of good movement. So it's going to be a very, very interesting test. So I hope to have as much as players available that are in a good shape. Pray f- with me to uh, this evening that tomorrow we have as much as... Uh, Possible fit players again to to prepare well this game for from Thursday because it's going to be we're going to need a, a Rangers team who's on the on the top of their toes to get a good result against Sparta Prague. I, I'm impressed about the way they're they've been playing in Europe,
4: guys. What do you? Yeah, think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, Paul. The nice um, time in Prague a few months ago watching Davy Moyes West Ham lift the yep. Europa Conference League. So yeah, That's it's always going to be special yeah, for you. Good, yeah. good city to to. To go um, to the football on Thursday night, 90 minutes for Rangers, I think going on the road, uh, Paul thinks about Prager no mugs and clearly Philippe clemont has got a lot of respect uh, for the coach for his opposite number. I think a point would be a really good result you know, for Rangers on the road as long as, long as you win your, 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 uh, your home game, um, the reverse fixture. Against Esparta Prague, and then you've you've, you've got Limassol coming to the roads which you should take three points um, off of them. So ideally, you go and win the game on Thursday night. But I think taking all the circumstances um, into account, uh, a draw um, on the road is a is a positive enough result for Rangers. Barry, what would you say on that?
3: Yeah, you obviously you want to win. Yeah, that's first and foremost. But again, Paul, I've played in enough European games mm-hmm. to know that a point away from home is not a bad result. Um, no matter who you're playing um, they, they, they are a, a good team they play a certain way 3-4-1-2 but Rangers will need to obviously adapt to um, they're at home they'll take the game to Rangers um, so as I said Rangers i have got a few question marks on who's going to be fit and who's going to play at left back it looks to me if Barisic was probably going to be out so is it Sterling that goes there is it Ben Davies that goes there is he going to change people in the midfield is it going to change in the wide areas so yeah, I'm looking forward to it but listen it's again you're playing in Europe you're coming up against good teams they're not a great team mm-hmm. that's what you've got to remember they're beatable um, but if you go away there and come back with a point it's not the worst the home games they should be beating Prague at home 100% mm-hmm. and Aris as well who let's be honest I don't think they were average at best um, so that, that that was um that wasn't a great result no. away from home. Let's be honest. That I was should, a low point, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. Lower. Yeah. That that was um, that was up yeah. there. with probably one of the worst I've seen in a, a long time. But I still fully expect Rangers to get out of that group. No doubt in my mind about that. They should be getting out of the group because their track record in Europe is really yeah. But really even good. if you look at the teams, yeah, sure. take Betis yeah. away. Oh, yeah. that will be really tough going mm. over to Seville. But you look at the two games you're going to have at home you should be taking maximum points and then obviously Prague and Thursday if it's not going to be three you've got to be coming back with at least one.
4: For sure. Mark, you yeah, you I mean, I yeah. mean the ideal I agree with Barry I think Rangers should get out of that group I think they will as you want to be going to Seville in the last game yep. isn't it away from home already qualified? Yeah. So you know you target a point on Thursday night you target uh, and then you've got back to back um, home games you're looking pretty so that, that would take you on to 10 points Paul before you go to Seville that would be enough to to take you through so of course ideally go and, go and win the game but you're going over to Prague there's going to be a bit of needle the previous history uh, with both clubs I've yeah. had my Glenn Kamara there's going to be needle it's going to be edgy what you've got to do there'll be a few players that were involved at, at that time still at Rangers don't let that affect your, your mindset stay focused in the game concentrate in the 90 minutes and it's a phrase that we've heard Brendan Rodgers use that'll apply to, to Rangers on um, Thursday night away from home game management game management be solid defensively first and foremost and then try and build from there but don't be gifting them any opportunities don't take any unnecessary risks mm. and as ever as long as Jack Butland's on form which you would expect him to be he will have work to do on Thursday night but you know you've got a, a top goalkeeper there that can go and help you win the game and on that there's been a bit of stuff about Jack Butland with Birmingham City and yeah. and then uh, going to join oh. Wayne Rooney really if Rangers are serious Paul you can't sell Jack Butland yeah, sure. certainly not this season of Why course we view at the end of the season but when you're involved when you've got yourself a good goalkeeper in fact he's better than good you know they're not easy to come by so it would not make sense in any circumstances just now to sell Jack Butland in the middle of a season
2: Barry there's no chance they would sell him is, is there? Jack oh, Butland no chance I can <laughs> he's been a rock yeah him, he's he? been excellent
3: yeah. I've got to be honest with his Listen, I, I knew he was very good. Um, you just ne- need to sort of look at the career he's had. I, I mean, I, I was with him at Birmingham as a young boy yeah. coming through, and you could see he had huge potential. Um, big, bit of a boy as well. Fills the goals, and I, I like that in a goalkeeper. Um, very vocal, I think he's. Um, and it's a hard one he's had to to deal with. Mm-hmm. He took over for Alan McGregor, who was a legend, a, an unbelievable goalkeeper for Rangers. But I think he's come in and he's showed his class. There's there's no doubt about it. Um, And going on about Rangers, watching them on Saturday, they were really positive going forward in terms of their passing. But there was a bit of structure behind it as well. See if it broke down, they were quite solid. And Martin mentioned that when you go away from home, especially in Europe, you need to have a
2: solid foundation if you're going to attack. Mark, as a former keeper, would you have a word for Joe Hart? And we know there was criticism about him and speculation, but he played well. I mean, it wasn't his busiest day, but yeah. he has done well for Celtic this season. You know, yeah. he's such a leader off the park as well, yeah. and and the shout on the pitch as well. But what yeah. would you say about the big keeper?
4: He's a solid goalkeeper. You know, Paul, I wasn't you know part of the bandwagon. The summer oh. that wanted him replaced. So he had a couple of sticky moments, and then I was go well, maybe you know you wonder at some point, you know, you you, you reach your peak and, and and you start to go downhill. Um, but no again looking at all the circumstances um, I don't see anybody within Celtic's budget that could go and replace uh, Joe Hart just now but they'll have to find somebody that said I'm sure if Celtic offer Joe Hart a contract that it would like to stay I get the feeling that he enjoys it here he's playing Champions League football he's winning things he's part of something um, special considering what he'd had the previous three or four years where he hardly played any first team football I don't know what the contract situation is with them in terms of have they started uh, talking um, about a new deal? But um, yeah, for me, Joe jo Hart's been been absolutely terrific. You know, considering they got him for was it about a million quid or something, yeah. Barry, from mm-hmm. uh, from Spurs. Considering the previous incumbents yeah. that they had, uh, you know, Barcast then, you know, what a what an upgrade. So let's see when you've got a good goalkeeper, value him, cherish him, and do your best to keep a hold of him. And the yeah,
3: is see, unless you've got. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten million pound to go and spend on a goalkeeper. I don't see where you get much better than yeah. than Joe Hart, if I'm being honest with you. It's like the problem with keepers is, if they make a mistake, it's oh, they're in the yeah. spotlight. It's highlighted all the time. Um And listen, Joe's made a couple of mistakes, but watching Celtic, still, I th- I still think he's a he's a top goalkeeper
2: for sure. Who would be a goalkeeper? Barry, <laughs> you've got to be, be absolutely mental to yep. be a goalkeeper, indeed. Former goalkeeper next to you, ready for calls? Oh eight oh eight seventeen seventeen seven hundred.
1: The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Switch to clean renewable energy and reduce your bills by up to seventy percent.
0: Let's
2: go. Midweek football doesn't come any bigger than Celtic Atletico Madrid on Wednesday, and then of course on Thursday it's the early kick-off, so we will be on live during the game or some of the game. Five forty-five, Sparta Prague against Rangers and Aberdeen have got Pauk haven't they as well so the Dons involved in the Conference League which of course was won last year by a Scott Davy Moyes I see he's be a bit of stick to Davy Moyes no, I mean great result the other week and then he loses to Villa which was a great result for John McGinn's Aston Villa but um, they seem to have a bit of a go too quickly at uh, Davey Moyes would that be fair?
4: I think so Paul I don't think he gets the credit no. he, he, he deserves but he's not again he's a guy that, there's no ego there he doesn't go and look for it he doesn't fish around for it mm. and you know, Davey's very a straight bat, you know, what you see is yeah. what you get. Mm. Uh well I he's out of contract at West Ham and end of the season. I suspect that it'll be a partner of the ways, think, um but yeah. he won't be short of offers. You think you know? so I think so, yeah. I think there'll be a there'll be a freshness um looking there probably for for, for Dave. I was he might look, look maybe taking a rest, you know, like it is Barry four years there without a, a break, you know, European football three years in a row, yeah. getting him in, there, you know, I think it can take its I think goal, he's a you know, top man, in the fresh, What yeah. do you
2: like about him?
3: just everything like yeah. straight down the middle You, you look of the one he's he's fully praised for his team if they get beat and they don't play well he sees he says how it yeah. is and look at the level that he's he's managed at. and I don't think he got a fair crack when he got the job at, at Man you haven't been honest no. with you I don't it I both, thought I've, they gave him a bit of time I, and I was surprised he never gave him a bit more yeah. time yeah you just need to look what he's I think he's done an unbelievable job at West Ham and I tell you what his West Ham team are decent yeah. I know they get beat the weekend yeah. with Villa 4-1 but it wasn't a 4-1 no. um, win for, for Villa um, but I, I think
2: West Ham are Easily a top ten team in England all day long, and he's not had it easy there because he was there and then he was away from the club. You know they didn't give him enough credit, and they realised what they'd lost. And then brought he came back, and they brought yeah, him back. And no, and I think he's, back. he's fantastic. Yeah, he's, t- yeah.
4: he's, he's top brother. I, say yeah. I, th- I think he'll, I think he'll go, and I think he'll, he'll have plenty to, to, to choose from
2: what about the adopted Badger's yeah. on
3: his coaching staff isn't he yeah, who's that again yeah. that oh, McKinley. McKinley of course oh, Badger
2: you called him yeah the ex-Dundee uh, United Rangers favourite mm. uh, what about the adopted Scott known as Greek and Australian and Scottish adopted Ange Postacoglu tonight yeah Fulham, Fulham. yeah Fulham so you'd expect them to win at home
4: yeah chance to think? go back top of the table if they win is that right um, so yeah I mean it's all going well for them Paul and I've said that the beauty for Ange Postacoglu as much as it, it would be a frustration not having European football I think he inherited a, inherited a perfect scenario as in the chance to just concentrate Saturday Saturday there's a lot to be a lot to be said yeah. for that and the fact that they've lost Harry Kane and nobody's mentioned it um, is a real credit to him and his squad and his staff
2: Barry you did say you thought they would be top four it's looking good
3: yeah but it is and um, I just like the way that his teams play mm-hmm. and I, do you know what I can listen to him as well I love when he's He's doing his his pressers. Um could listen to him all day. Again, we didn't know much about him when he came over here to, to manage or into Scotland to manage and he got off to you not know, a great start, let's be honest with you. But he he done what he was brought to do and that was win trophies and he's went down there. And as I said, Paul, don't be surprised
2: um if they're in the Champions League next year. And Mark, loads of tributes for one of the all-time greats in English football British football world football Bobby Charlton who passed away at the weekend and not many people win the World Cup and the European Cup and he was such a and coming back from the Munich disaster which so many of Sir Matt Busby's team perished in and he became just such a rock pivotal in that team who then won the European Cup in 1968
4: Yeah and you know he he stayed around to to help rebuild um, Manchester United under um, Sir Matt in terms of as a player a bit before my time Paul but you just yeah. read the tributes to him you see some of the footage World Cup winner European Cup winner and I was, I, I was, I was lucky to get introduced to him once through our old um, colleague from the Sunday Post Ronnie Scott oh. dear old yeah. friend I mean unfortunately he's the no longer with us but um, yeah. Ronnie's dad um, was a full time scout for uh, Bobby Champ when he was a manager of Press in North End and one of the few clubs that had full time scouts particularly operating north of the border and, and, and Ronnie got to know him yeah. uh, through his dad and bumped into a couple of times at Old Trafford and, and introduced us so a really uh, really uh, nice man and you think of two brothers winning the World Cup mm. uh, together um, you know from a, a wee town in the in north east England absolutely um, incredible and you think it would have been really close to Sir Alex I think he mm. was a big big support to Sir Alex in the early days at Manchester you think of Sir Alex losing his, his wife then losing a, a, a dear friend all in the space of 10 days you know tough tough times but Uh, a a wonderful footballer and when I did meet him he was an absolute gentleman
2: one of the all time greats it's uh, it's, it's nice that you say that and you got close to him which uh, you know you met him phenomenal what we see is like again we'll see
3: you mentioned our name who's it Ron Scott was Uh, a brilliant uh, journalist do do you know I always remember Uh travelling and and this is my memory I I, I always spoke to him as Uh well nice big when yeah. He was a big gentleman.
2: always
3: always yeah. smiled, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. I of the toilets at the front of the, the plane ah, yeah. weren't available. Yeah. You were bursting, you mm. had to go up the back where all the press <laughs> were. And I always remember walking past his, his seat, and there was always a spare one beside him, and it was full of the wee miniatures. Is that right? Uh-huh. <laughs> full of them. Uh, and right? I'm telling yeah. you. Yeah. Full of them. Uh, yeah. I, I just used to smile at him, and he just
4: smiled back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, you knew the game, yeah. Big Ronnie? Oh, I yeah. yeah. oh, yeah. knew yeah. the game. Yeah. Yeah,
2: for yeah. sure the game. For sure. Well, let's hope the managers know the game well for the European games this week uh, Brendan Rogers could hardly have been better better for him yesterday 4-1 at Tynecastle, and he said it was important to start well
6: I said that you, know, you have to come here you have to be able to start quick and we have to bring the game to a level that makes it difficult for, for hearts that energy and quality and the players did that it's a, it's a fantastic win for us of course this is notoriously a very very difficult place to, to come but I thought we uh yeah, a lot of a game was excellent, scored some outstanding goals. Disappointing that we, one, we didn't score more, and two, that uh, the goal we gave away was, uh, was a shame. But uh, but overall, on the back end of a lot of travel for some of the players coming back from international duty to put in a performance here and, and play that well was
3: was very good.
2: Barry, you know international travel does take it out of you and then you're back playing at Tyne Castle.
3: It, it does, um, no doubt about it. Um it does take a lot out of you, Paul, but you've got to give credit to the players. Mm. It's the way that it's how you look after yourself, Paul. Yep. How you eat, how you take the fluids on board. Um, and look, it didn't look, it looked as if they'd been resting for a couple of weeks. Mm. No away playing international football. So you've got to give the players that were travelling long
2: distances a lot of credit for that. Mark's been on asking, what did you make of Hatati's flick for that goal? Remember when he just flicked the ball out wide? in the second yeah, half I'll, was, I'll be honest
3: yeah. watching it I, I've seen Hitati play better I, a oh, lot yeah, of people are saying sure. oh he was yep. brilliant I, th- I thought he was alright I mm. thought Callum McGregor and O'Reilly were, were better listen some of his the flight round the corner were, were brilliant but he gave a couple of sloppy passes yep. away which is very unlike him um, listen he was good but he wasn't the, at the level um, I
2: thought his, his midfield partners were Mark what uh, about the captain Callum McGregor 8 out of 10 yeah, <clears throat> he just makes the team
4: tick, Paul. You know, he, he, he keeps him going week after week, uh, game after game. Um, he had a rest in midweek. Steve Clark didn't, you know, mm. use him against against France, um, which I think obviously helped him in terms of his performance yesterday, coming back refreshed, re energised, ready to go, feeling positive, of course, but we've been part of the national setup that's qualified for, for the Euros next summer. But yeah, and Wednesday night, Callum McGregor. Rio Hotati and Matt O'Reilly if they three perform and can get a grip of the game can support Kyogo can protect Carter Vickers and the other guys then you know, that, that's key as Barry will tell you in the engine room it's key to any result um, in Europe particularly when you're up against a, a top team so McGregor I was there at the Lazio game he just he always took the ball Paul mm. never had was never afraid always made himself available creating wee angles to mm. receive a pass wee given goes joining it up I thought he played really really well uh, against Lazio,
3: keeps it simple.
4: Yeah,
3: but he's so it's so effective. That that's what people don't understand. I think people want to see people dribble, past players or ping the ball sixty yards every time he he, he gets the ball. He just keeps the game ticking, and he just sits in there and and hovers about. Let's Hittati, lets O'Reilly go away, and he he's always obviously just behind them patrolling. Um, and players
2: like that. T- t- they're hard to find Paul They are really hard to find Here's the manager speaking about the player of the day Matt O'Reilly
6: He's a wonderful football player but it's known that when, you, when you're a number 8 or you're attacking midfield player you, you want to have numbers and um, it was a great ball by Lewis Palmer he's shown that a number of times since he's come in and, and when we watched him he's got that quality to deliver um, but Matt's finish was, was absolutely brilliant first he makes the run you know, you, we always talk about the penetration to get him behind the back line but then to finish with that quality was uh, was very very good.
2: And Mark, as you know, Celta Vigo uh, lost three nil to Atletico Madrid, and it was at uh, Vigo. So it just shows you, Celtic have got quite a team coming to town for the game on Wednesday.
4: Yeah, they the they have, you know, and um, you know, Atletico Madrid will be looking upon it. They're on four points mm-hmm. um, from uh, from three. Sorry. Uh, Four points from two games. Yes, yeah, that's so right, they Seven. You know, they'll be looking to come and win mm. on Wednesday night. But that said, as well, that that, that mentality. If they draw, I could see it with Lazio. Paul, Lazio were, were fine the last ten minutes. Just going to go back to Italy with a point. Um, you could see that they were were happy enough um, with that. And then all of a sudden, they, they got the late goal. Um, but Atletico Madrid will see a victory as towards securing. Uh, a top two finish into knockout stages is as quickly as possible that's the mindset you'll see me on any of these guys they've been through it year after year after year finals all this kind of stuff they are a, a real top European um, team they'll come and try and do a number um, on Celtic they'll go about their business effectively and it's up to Celtic as Barry said for every player to be at least an 8 or 9 out of 10 and just choose uh, your moment and try and just produce that extraordinary result Celtic haven't really had in Europe, but the Champions League certainly level at that level for a for a number of years. But, but I wouldn't it, rule them out.
2: No, sure. Barry heard you in the first hour, you've got to go in. Celtic need to go in believing they can win or Yeah, at there's least... there's no point in turning up, Paul.
3: You've got to be respectful, you're coming up against sure. a top class team. But if if you go there and think, Oh mm-hmm. you've got this player and that player, and oh they're a big team. And you need to go into the game believing, because if you don't, you'll just get trampled upon. No doubt about it. That's the attitude you've got to. You've got to um, go in with. It's going to be tough, but as I says, th- these are the nights where you need every single player on top of their game. And if that's the case, then you've got a right good chance of, of getting
2: something out of it. Because look at Lazio, the late, late.
3: But goal. even remember? Like, see, these, yeah. t- see if you switch off. Yeah. I, I know I, I noticed that a couple of times when I play. If you switch off, they sense it. Are mm. that good these players. If you switch off for one second, they punish you straight away. That's the difference at that level. Is you might get away with it back here domestically, but you don't get away with it
2: when you're playing certainly Champions League. And when I mentioned Lazio, it was Lazio's goal, remember, against Atletico in the first game, right at the, the end goalkeeper. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't expected, but they yeah. the charge of the light brigade right at the end and they got it. And Celtic will take something from that as well. You know, Lazio got a draw with them.
4: Yeah, I mean were, and, and you know, there was a lot that Celtic can be pleased about, Paul, because you know, yeah. Lazio started the game very well. They knocked it about Celtic gradually get control, you know. So, if you want to see a guy, look at a guy, for example, Palmer, he's a better player now, yeah. more comfortable, more relaxed in his surroundings. He's, he's made a valuable contribution the past couple of games compared to the, the Palmer of a couple of weeks ago against Lats albeit he got that wonderful goal and it was unfortunately chopped uh, chopped off. But, like I said, what being at the game, you could see Brendan Rodgers having to coach him through almost every second um, of it. But he'll be the better. That experience, he'll be feeling good about himself. You know, with that wonderful assist um, for Matt O'Reilly, Maida didn't travel with Japan, so he'll be nice and, mm-hmm. and fresh. He can always cause a problem in Europe, and we know what Kyogo can do. Carter Vickers will be the better for having 90 minutes under his belt compared to the Carter Vickers that came off the bench mm-hmm. and Lazio that played a part in the role that Celtic conceded uh, the winning goal to them. So, all those wee different things, and then you put into it the, the, the Celtic support, you know, when, when they're on
2: song or getting behind the team then anything can happen. How big f- that you get the support behind you, which they will, Barry, but we talk about European nights in Glasgow and the fans have got a big part to play. Yeah, they're, they're, they're brilliant nights, Paul, well, under the lights, European yeah.
3: nights. It's, it's, a, it's just that it's different. It's different. It's electric. It's, uh, no, just thinking back, I mean, as a player, it's, it's where you want to be involved. It's the best teams, the best managers, the the biggest clubs, Best players, so yeah. But this is—it's um, going to be—it's going to be a big, big ask for them. But you never know. You're at
2: home. See, when you think about your career, well, and I'm not saying what was the best moment overall, but see, I could just, just looking at you there and listening to you—you you can almost taste it, can't you? You know, playing a European game at home, up against top-class opposition—is that as good as it gets for you in your footballing career? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Standing that your tunnel, life.
3: sometimes yeah. you. you self like? a wee nudge yeah. when you look across and you're, you're coming up against Iniesta Xavi <laughs> Messi Thierry Henry Ronaldo eh, Ronaldinho sorry yeah. all these sort of mm. players and then when you go out it's just the noise levels I mean no firm's noisy as, but the European nights are really noisy uh, as well and that tune yeah. that wee tune for the yeah. 10 seconds
2: Need to get up ready yeah, for it yeah.
3: here's in the back of your next mm. Stuff kind of stuff, it's um, it's brilliant. Just sometimes you need to pinch yourself for sure. The Beckham documentary, well, I've have watched it. If you watched, watched, watched exam exam in the last it episode, I watched it so, all weekend. Yeah, very
2: good It's really good, and it, it look, it is the gospel according to David Beckham, and we need to remember that. But it's so well done, yeah. See, we Isn't only it? came across well didn't
4: we? His oh, he? His interviews, good, you know, considering And I, to be honest, I've I forgot how it, the, the, the whole nation, England, yeah. really turned in. I know, hey, David My. Beckham, how yeah. he took in a you know. See, um, see the amazing thing for himself me. again, yeah. you know.
3: Like he kept it in. He, he was in a dark place. Yeah,
4: yeah. But do you know what would yeah. never happen now, Paul? That happened back then. You watched interviews. Glenn Hoddle's oh. post mash interview was shocking. Shocker. The pundits, yeah. shocking to yeah. blame everything on him for what for one wee you're yeah. talking about mental health and yeah. different things and hanging players out to dry. Um, that would never happen mm. then, really. So you think mm. back how, thankfully for the better that we have mm. changed and there is that bit of protection. For players, but some of the stuff that was said about him by pundits and the media down there and everybody and by the way as much as he was at Man United biggest club in the world probably mm. there's not the same protection then as no. what there is mm-hmm. now he was very much put out in his own an isolated
2: figure and it was actually horrible to see I agree it was- see on the plus side what about the relationship between him and Sir Alex Ferguson oh, and Alex he said he was like my dad yeah. and you know he came to this city a week ago yeah. for Cathy's funeral and it tells you everything, doesn't it? Yeah. But I thought that was really touching. You could see the relationship, and sure, you know, the, they had their moments. We know that, but he loved Man United, and he, yeah. he loved
4: working oh, under great. Fergie. I, um, I really up upma- my not, not at him, but I really up upma- Watched him I thought, I yeah. always thought he was a decent fella, mm-hmm. but I watched it again, I thought not came across well, Landon Donovan gave him it tight for the way he, he conducted himself, That's in the last episode right. at LA Galaxy, but he took it, he took that in the uh, in chin. Yeah. Well, Landon Donovan's got, got a point, mm-hmm. aye, um, but yeah. just, what a top professional when he was frozen out at Real Madrid under Capello, even Capello saying he still trained brilliantly every day, I couldn't yes. believe it, I and thought he, he was down tools, in. you know, mm-hmm. aye, no, I want don't a, tell me I want anymore because I, I, I really, really want but to watch it tonight. you, look back,
3: seeing you look back what happened with Simone, you forget the interviews as you just mentioned there, like Glenn Hoddle. I mean,
2: aye, oh, uh, yeah. shocking. You actually listen to it and you think, wow, yeah. isn't it great that they swapped jerseys later on yeah. with someone that liked that? Yeah. Uh, and
4: the wee bit was it? Who was it? Is it the? Was it, was it uh, Zidane? Zidane or Fiegel Who mm-hmm. was it? said to the end of the game, old oh, Do you want Zidane? to come with? it, oh, it Zidane. 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 Uh, well, do you think he that? did? Yeah. Uh, he did. Yeah,
2: yeah it's yeah. great stuff. Yeah. And did you like Posh in it I thought she came across quite well. Gosh, right. well, he, see all the right. Ferguson's, you know, because you know I'm saying Sir Alex, you know, because he it, it changed the relationship, you know, because he just wanted football. Listen, football. I just uh, suddenly the spice I've been lucky enough to play against Beckham and yeah. a,
3: a, a couple of times, and he, he was at AC Milan. Yeah. we handed a, a check over um, a Unicef, I think it was, and I had a quick chat with him, and and he was very grounded. You could see, he? like he was a superstar. Yeah, but spoke away anybody like, yeah. just like us sure, like, yeah. speaking uh, always respected him but when you watch that and see what he's went through how he's come through it and kept his career because there's some amount of knocks he's had in his career sure has I mean the one that, that Real Madrid having to train in his own and I think it was Roberto Carlos that went across
5: yeah,
3: right. to Capello and said listen you're struggling now we, we need him yeah. and it to Capello yeah he, took him on, he done it back, yeah. he listened to the, the, the team members brought him back and eventually they won the league because he had to come off remember he would come yep. off with an injury yeah
4: yep.
2: it's certainly they working because but... we're discussing it Brand Beckham and he's worth £770 million mm. Barry could you struggle by on that <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Go Radio football show with Global Eco Energy for great customer service and a free home survey call 0800 233 5788
2: let's go thanks Chris for the traffic and travel and producing this excellent production that's so the script says tonight thanks Chris tomorrow night we'll be back here with Craig Moore and John Hartson who'll join us 5 till 7 tomorrow well we've been looking back at the weekend and we're now looking forward to the midweek we were talking about Celtic up against Atletico Madrid what about Aberdeen Mark on Thursday we'll come to Rangers again in a moment the Dons Barry Robson quarter of the season just about gone report card
4: yeah, what do you think yeah they've certainly picked up it was a slow start and it was, it was a big adjustment for Aberdeen Paul having to go to uh, European football uh, mm-hmm. midweek and then coming back and, and playing the Sunday so um, you know they got that result at Ibrox a couple of weeks ago it proved to be Michael Beale's last game and now they've got to go and show that they can kick on that they can that they can handle it I think some of their, their better players are starting to kick on and, and find their feet um, but yeah they look to be getting a result on uh, on Thursday night to keep themselves involved because Aberdeen the great suspect in that conference league Paul they should be targeting getting out of that they should be looking at a talk to uh, finish for sure Barry do you expect them to win at home to Palk or uh...
3: Mm, that'll be a tough one look they're at home again they've they've got to take the the game to Palk yeah I I can't see them winning if I'm being honest Paul Mm.
4: Pauk were good against Hearts they took took care of Hearts Come to but I, I can see Aberdeen maybe getting a maybe getting a point, Paul, which wouldn't be a bad one.
2: And what about Rangers then on Thursday? Barry, you'll be there in the ground. Have, you haven't played in that ground, have you? No, not you haven't. No. So what do you think? The Rangers lineup we don't know yet about injuries. And you did, yeah, point. Did, Paul, yep.
3: you're, you're bang on. It depends who's going to be a, a available. The managers mentioned there's there's a, a couple of um, injury issues, but in saying that they've still got to go with the mindset that you've got to go and get the, the, the three points as I said look see if they come back with a point yeah. I'd be happy enough with, with that it's the, the two home games against Prague and, and Limassol that you've got to be taking maximum points 100% Mark what do you feel? What's
4: going to happen Thursday? Uh, yeah I mean we can see the next uh, yeah. couple of days go Paul but just you know looking at just now you know I think a point's a terrific result for Rangers now on in mind that you know they beat Betis at home Betis I think are the best team in the group so that was a great start um, for them they followed it up with a, a really poor performance but given all the circumstances now I don't think you'll see a repeat performance of that from Rangers anytime soon uh, and I think they can get into this game feeling good about themselves you know I, I'd always be a bit of a concern when Michael Beale was a manager in Europe that Rangers were just too open uh, but I think as Barry says we, we, we come on and he watched the, the full game on Saturday when they lose possession, they're, they're still compact, mm-hmm. they're still a grafty, they're still a, a a defensive duty, always in the forefront, of the players' minds, as much as they want to be in the mm-hmm. front foot, and take the game to opposition, but, they are very defensively minded as well, when, when they need to be, so it strikes me that, if you're going to have to, if you're going to score against Rangers, you need to do something pretty special, to score against them, I don't think they're going to be giving away, cheap goals, uh, under Philippe um, Clement. he respects Sparta Prague, he respects their manager, so he'll go there, with the mindset Let's be difficult to break down and then see what we can do uh, on the counter. So I think, again, to repeat myself, if, if Rangers can get a point on Thursday night, Paul, away from home, it's always a good result.
2: Serial Desers, one of the scorers yesterday. Sima getting a double. Raskin a good goal as well. And Desers was asked afterwards,
7: "What about the prep now for Thursday?" I just think it's 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 a good good way to to start this this new period um, after the international break. And uh, Sparta Prague will be a different game. It's a good team. Uh, European games are always uh, always tough, especially away games. But I think this game gives us a lot of energy and uh, a good feeling, and that's what we need at this moment.
2: And as you know, Barry uh, Sparta Prague they thrashed SK Dynamo 4-0 at the weekend unbeaten in the league 10 wins 2 draws so far they've scored 34 goals conceding 8 if I remember rightly I'm reading it actually um, so you know there are no pushovers what about yesterday where uh, Danilo Ben Davies and Leon Balligan played for Rangers B-Select against Breedabilk not yeah done any that
3: is an opportunity for some of them I've seen the manager was there with his assistant yeah. so he'll be looking um, I'll be casting an eye over players that he's not actually seen in a in a game situation, um, young McCausland, I think, scored. Um, he, he's he's certainly impressed me and it's always good to see young young players f- try and force their way into, into the, the, the first team. Um, so yeah, it'll on, be interesting he? to see because listen, he's he's obviously, he's not been in long. He's only had five week, days. Yeah. He's only had two days, if you think about it, with the whole squad uh, together. So you'll just be having a look at them over the coming weeks and I'm sure he'll be making decisions on whether some of the players can go forward with him. Young McCausland, is he going to make it, do you think, in the long term at Rangers? Yeah, I like what I've seen. Obviously, I've not seen too much of him, but coming in as a young player, what I like about him is um, he's no scared to take the ball, he's no scared to demand the ball, and I like seeing that for a young player. Um, he's certainly impressed in the the B team, Um, but listen it's a different level when you go into the first team but listen there's there's nothing better and I always say this Paul there's nothing better than seeing young players come through the the, the system and and certainly for what I've seen of him there is potential that he could become a a Rangers first team player It's great to see young
2: players from these islands break through we don't see enough of them Mark
4: No it it needs to be the way um, Rangers it needs to be the way it's it needs to be the way every club um, Paul you know having a, a, making a conscientious effort you know and I think to be fair the likes of um, Rangers and Celtic we were talking about Rangers just now they do have investment mm-hmm. they've put a lot of money um, into it over the years you know your way back to probably uh, Barry's time when Dick Advocat was the manager and insisted that Rangers got their own training centre David Murray went and um, backed it up so they've had that for you know more than 20 years pushing 25 years mm-hmm. I think probably you would probably expect them to have been more success stories coming through than I. but it's never too late, it's not easy to come through and play at a club uh, like Rangers but you've got to go and um, show something and like we say, McCausland is certainly Mm. heading in the right direction.
3: There's not been enough. Plain and simple, there's not been enough and there needs to be more coming through or trying to force their way in. um, For the money that's spent and the facilities that they've got there, Um, you need to see more coming through as I said, young McCosland, Lovelace, who impressed me before he obviously got the injury. It's that Marnie showed, again, he, no fear. And that's what you want to see for, for young players. So hopefully the case going forward
2: is you're going to see a few more appear into the, the first-team environment. And Mark, what did you think on Friday night when you were listening to Barry and myself and you heard Jim White saying that he understands that Graham Sunnis is close to joining Rangers in some capacity around the football uh, pretty soon. Good news if Sunnis is involved.
4: Yes, yeah, stepping in the right Clearly, there's a there's been a race a relationship um, and it's in its infancy, but between Graham Sunnis and Philippe Clement because he's been part of the process. So Philippe Lamont clearly would have a respect from Graham Sunnis, and Graham Sunnis wouldn't have had it in the public domain that he's put his name to Philippe Clermont unless he felt that this guy can go and be a success at Rangers so there's a a, a nice positive starting block now do I see Graham Soon as being a director of football a technical director no no. he doesn't want that but would he be there to to obviously be in the end of the phone come over three or four days a month one day a week uh, whatever it may be to to, to come up yeah and then they can find a role where he can go and help Philippe Clermont and help the, the staff and help The players, as long as there's boundaries as long as everybody knows exactly what their roles are so that there's no you know somebody overstepping the mark
2: but yeah I I can only see that as being a positive for Rangers and it's great this week that Barry will be there someone you've got the second most Rangers appearances in Europe and you'll be there at the game this week and you're looking forward to it yeah looking forward to it it's a
3: stadium I've not been to Um, so hopefully Rangers can pick up the the three points but I agree with Matt I, I, I think it's a, a no-brainer no, not in a full-time role but someday it's going to be about the place three or four times a month yeah. um, and, and what a shoulder to lean on if there's any issues or whatever um, he's been there he's done it he's bought the t-shirt and I think that's one way that the, the club are, are wanting to go down um, and the more people that, that kind of get the club and get the the way um, it should be all about I think over the piece you might see a, a few Morgan back. Celtic, how do you think it will go? Wednesday scoreline. I think they need to take something for the game Celtic. Mm. I do if they, they want to try and make an effort to to remain in Europe till after Christmas. And as I said, Paul, I'll need to take one almighty effort, and everybody will need to be bring the A game. Mm. And if they do that, then they've got a possibility of getting something out of it. And Rangers on Thursday. Yeah, well. I would expect Rangers to come away with the three points but a point away from home in European football you take it all day long Mark what do you feel for
2: both of them Celtic
4: on uh, Wednesday well for Wednesday you look at Celtic's next three games this, on paper this would be their best chance of getting something to give them a, a, a chance of getting against uh, final at home in game number six so they need to be looking at taking a point um, I think they can I think Celtic can take a point but I agree with Barry it would be a monumental monumental effort to do it but I think that they can and then Thursday night I'll be in here we'll see the team lineups of course but Sparta the Prague well, we'll get they don't, they don't no. lose often at home Paul so I, I, I would repeat myself I think a point would be a terrific result for Rangers on Thursday night
2: See you on Thursday Barry enjoy it we'll see you in a few days time Cheers. Um, we're back tomorrow night with the Oz and Big John
1: The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs Let's
0: go Global Eco Energy and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.